I drink your milkshake. You are listening to the Billionaire Podcast Network. Welcome to Lost in the Maze, number 11, Lost in the Maze, the solo show only on the Billionaire Podcast Network. Ka-ching! Bing, 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 deek to dee fill her up. Welcome, thank you for tuning in. This one's gonna be late, because <clears throat> uh, I, I uh, forgot to record it, <laughs> or I've been putting it off. I, I've been dealing with this like extreme fatigue lately it might be long covid but we'll get more on that in a minute first off up top plugs youtube apple Podcasts, spotify uh if you're watching or listening to this that means you're already subscribed but go go tell people about it uh patreon dot com slash cornfield dalton pruitt five dollars tier ten dollars fifteen dollars but the best one, the $25 here, gets you the Fraternal Order of Corn Fed Charity Scam Decal. After three months of having been subscribed, so $75 for a sticker. But once you subscribe, you can send me a list of your enemies, and I will call for a jihad upon them. And then also, uh, if you do stay subscribed long enough, and get once you receive the decal, that's your ticket to being a guest on the main Corn Fed show if you want to be a guest we'll zoom you in do a full marin style interview ask you what what made you want to get into comedy what's your process who are your guys who inspired you uh what do you think of what do you think of this trump fella orange man we'll do that whole chestnut uh and then other than that please follow me on tiktok at dalton pruitt because i'm just completely fucking nuked on Twitter, X, formerly Twitter. That that fucking goddamn app, it, it like has definitely shadow banned me. And, and I'm not getting any traction on anything. I'm losing followers on there. That that I see no benefit to even trying to fucking use it anymore. I just post like the dumb diarrhea thoughts I have. But I, I am definitely shadow banned on X, formerly Twitter, which is fun. It's fun that, that, that there's a thing that exists now that's like essentially a public utility that if they deem you in any way just kind of annoying, they, they can make your like your presence on that on the app like a complete shadow. They like you basically just don't even exist on there. And it, like I guess it doesn't um affect like the functionality of actually viewing anything on there if you're trying to keep up with news and hot takes but it's like it's insane that they do this and don't tell anybody and and, like assume this like plausible deniability that this is actually a practice they have when there's fucking people sending me screenshots of them like trying to search for my profile and there's nothing coming up in the search results And, and then like like every you know anything i do or post gets very limited viewership which may, maybe maybe what i'm posting just sucks shit but it like it, it it 
like I don't know what how the metrics are determined. I don't know how that fucking site works, but I find I find it real fucking odd that there was a point in time when there there was at least like some proportionality between the amount of followers I have and the engagement that the shit I would post got to now where it's like I'm you know I'm lucky if we're if I'm getting twenty likes on a post. Um. So, so I mean, thank you to, to all these fucking tech guys for dangling this goddamn fucking carrot in front of us of building some sort of social media following. But if it, but if anyone does anything that's just kind of like annoys you or you for you you deem problematic based on your like weird arbitrary rubric, you'll go ahead and just nuke their page without like letting them know or anybody know, and, and without admitting that you're actually fucking doing it. It, 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 honestly, it's psychological torture. It, it's what they would do to it, like an influencer at Abu Ghraib. Like if, if they, if for whatever reason there was like a, uh, like a, uh, like a, a Hamas influencer, and they took them to Abu Ghraib. One of the methods that they would use to torture them would would be to you know allow them access to their phone so they could post selfies and hot takes, and they still have their full following on these apps but then not tell them that they've been shadow banned. So it's just some cracked out influencer desperately vying for the attention and the affection of the masses and getting fucking nothing. And then going and checking his followers and then checking his likes and, and, and just completely driving himself crazy, wondering what happened. I'm in Abu Ghraib, this should be getting more attention. This is, this is what people tune in for is for <clears throat> you, you know torture i'm i'm do i'm doing the damn thing i'm i'm in abu Ghraib, and nobody's even paying attention to me now and uh, uh that would be one of the more effective methods of torture were there to be uh an influencer locked up at uh, at abu Ghraib. um is does abu Ghraib still exist uh who knows who cares we're all we're all victims of a uh, psychic torture and manipulation now. I've noticed that <clears throat> just using TikTok the last few days. Uh, tic- TikTok has been a fun. It's a it's a really fun experiment to see just like how uh, fucked up you can make it in like global population. Because um, it like I think man. You know, it's it's like when you're growing up, like one of the values that you're taught is that it's it's um, not virtuous. It's kind of trashy to want to be the center of attention, to want to get attention. I mean, that's one of the axioms you're taught early on as a kid is children should be seen, not heard. And so you're taught like at a very young age that it's uh, disrespectful and... Um, undignified to seek the attention of others move in silence they say and i think tiktok has revealed the ab- just the desperate desire that everyone has to get attention from strangers <laughs> because there's like just so many people using it and, and they have like really nothing to offer but they just really want to be noticed they're screaming out, crying into the void. For somebody, pay attention to me. Let me show you my tits. Let me show you my ass. Watch me flip this water bottle. Watch me do some variation of a joke that a billion other people are do- have been doing because I don't know how to have an original thought. Um, that's and it's it's a great it's it's a wonderful psychological experiment. TikTok. Um, and, and the cream, the cream rises to the top, you know, the, 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 what works on there, the stuff that's actually interesting to watch will make its way to, to the, to the for you pages of the masses. I talked about this on the main show, but one of my favorite accounts is this German guy named Sparkling Jup, and he just drinks stuff really fast. He does that thing where, um... I don't know how you do this, but I guess, I guess he can just like open his throat and pour fluid down it without like gagging or having to swallow. 
And so he'll just take like these big, like one, one and a half liter bottles of like some German sparkling water and like swirl it around so he gets like the tornado effect in the bottle and, and just pour the entire thing down his throat. And that's it. That's all he does. And every one of his, every one of his videos is like a three minute compilation of him just drinking a bunch of stuff real fast. And it's like, okay, now we're cooking. This is what I came here for. I don't want to see some bullshit sketch from from some like some guy with an actual like entertainment manager who told him he needs to do TikToks. I want to see just some weird fat German guy showing off this dumb like talent that he has. <laughs> That's what I want. That and titties. That and titties. Which I've been having a lot of... I've been putting in the work. I've been doing the research. If you don't know, please, everybody, follow me. Because I'm, I think I'm on to something. I think I'm on to something with a series I'm doing called TikTok Rack Reactions. Where I just react to titties. Because <laughs> there's so many uh, whores on TikTok. Or rather, just... Maybe not whores, not all of them, but women de who definitely want the world to view them in some uh, manner, and uh, they got they got them out. They got them out. They got the tits out. They got the ass out as well a lot of the time. But I, right now, I look one thing at a time. I'm focused on the tits, and, <laughs> and I just I, I I just saw an opportunity. I said I said why has no one ever done a tit reaction series you know there, there's so many uh, there's guys reacting to songs reacting to movies there's all there's a whole cottage industry of people reacting to things why has no one ever taken the time to react to the plethora of breasts and knockers and hooters that exist on these different social media platforms and i said i'll do it I have nothing to lose. I'm not trying to fuck any of these people. I don't care what anyone thinks about me. You think I'm objectifying? I'm fine. I am. Who cares? It, like, I'm not... the. You know, the, the only reason a man would ever uh, concede to any of the um, demands of the matriarchy <laughs> uh, 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 would be to... Because they, they think there's going to be some pussy. Like, there, there's, like, maybe, like, a withholding of pussy... So you have to you have to think and act a certain way in order to maintain a certain pussy quotient, you know. Because if you uh, if you're openly horny or objectify people anyway, if you if you exhibit these like less than desirable qualities, then then the, there goes the pussy. No more pussy for you. Well, guess what, sister? I ain't getting it anyway. Okay, so I might as well have a little fun not getting it and let you, let you know how big and juicy your fucking tits are. And that's what that's what TikTok rack reactions is all about. It's a man with nothing. It's a man at the end of his rope. His back is against the wall, but he says to himself, "I still love looking at titties, and I'm gonna let the, I'm gonna show the world how good I am at looking at titties and how much I love looking at titties." <clears throat> and that's that's my philosophy. Is I love titties so much. Uh, I found my calling, professional boob enjoyer. I'm the Roger Ebert of boobs. The Pauline Kale of honkers, the 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 um, the who's another who, I, I, who's another critic? I, I don't follow critics that much. The uh, um, fuck, I don't know. I don't I don't watch like critics or anything like. That. I, I mean, I watched Siskel and Ebert back in the day, and I, I've read some like criticism. The Anthony Fantano of milkers. Um, let me, let me, let me get a peek at them Fantanos, bitch. Oh, man, what a fucking dickbag that guy is. Anthony Fantano. I, I rarely do I, like, become filled with rage at somebody's entire fucking personality. But everything I see of Anthony Fantano, I'm just like, God, this guy, this guy blows. This guy sucks. It's, it's this, like... It, here's what here's the thing it comes off very contrived look at me look at me podcasting right now i don't have a fancy setup i don't have much to work with effortless still okay 
I'm pulling it off. I know what I'm doing. I'm flowing. Fantano, first off, he's almost 40. And he's using words like mid and dead ass and lit and W and L and Rizzler and Gyat and Kaisenot and all that. And it's like, buddy, you are 37 years old. Those That is the parlance of the youth. Okay? That's not for you. You, you, you fucking bald weirdo. That's not how, that's not how men who are close to 40 talk. And, and, and the, the youth knows that the youth is going to watch Anthony Fantano and, and go, look at this geezer trying to, trying to desperately cling to that, which is uh, gone to that, which is forever lost to him, his youth. <clears throat> but I mean, beyond that, it's like, uh, just a guy who lists I don't know just like has a Spotify playlist and then I don't know what he I don't what, what does he do I don't know like what he he just listens to music and then he's like man this new Lil Wayne song is an L big L I would I was hoping for better on this and it's like uh and I like I'm gonna be honest with you I don't think white guys are qualified to talk about hip hop at all. I don't think I don't think white men should be allowed to offer their opinions in any way on anything that a uh, rapper or or uh, hip hop artist is doing uh, for no other reason than it's corny. Uh, it just comes across very corny, and, and it comes across de- like a desperate attempt to be seen as cool and knowledgeable by black people. I have fallen into that trap, as I'm sure many of us uh, honkies and crackers have, where you you meet a black person, you're you're hitting it off with a black guy, and then at some point in the conversation, you try to force some black shit in there to let them know that you know what's up. You're, You're just hanging out with a black guy, and then, and then out of nowhere, you're talking about the Rizza, the Jizza, the old dirty bastard, Inspector Deck, you got the Ghostface Killer, and the Method Man. And and then he's like, why why did you just name all of them like that? And then you guys say, well, it's, you know, I'm like a big a big fan, you know. I just wanted to let I just wanted to let you know that I know all of their names. I like I know all of the the Wu Tang Clan. Uh, and then they they can smell that. They can smell that because their nose, their noses are so, <laughs> their nostrils large enough to pick up the scent on that one. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't. That's why I don't think Fantano should talk about rap or any music for that matter. Uh, I think the only people, honestly, that are allowed to speak on music are are black guys listening to Lincoln Park for the first time. Uh, that's that's the only time that any, anyone should talk about music. Uh, I mentioned <clears throat> I mentioned long COVID earlier, which I don't know what that is, uh, but it's a term I've heard people use. Uh, but I I have I I have been extremely fatigued lately, and maybe it's still the fallout of my brain accident. My dev, my horrible, devastating brain accident. But I, I have been like unbelievably fucking tired and unmotivated lately, and um, it, it's like I just all I want to do is sleep all day. I dream about sleep, Adidas. Um, but yeah, I, I just have not had a lot of energy, and, and so I'm, I'm doing. I'm finally recording this. Sorry, it's gonna be late, but I, I have no idea what's going on with me. I've been taking my vitamins. I take every morning. I take a uh, a D, uh, a K, a Donkey Kong. D K, Donkey Kong is here. No, I, t- <laughs> I take a D. Uh, it's like a D three with a K two, some sort of like multivitamin. I take a I take a magnesium. I take a B complex. Uh, I take an L-theanine with a little caffeine pill, big horse, big yellow horse pill, and then I and then I pour me a glass of water and whip up an emergency in that, chug that, and then I drink a big cup of coffee, and uh, <laughs> and then two hours later I am 
completely exhausted. Uh, so if anyone knows anything about vitamins and minerals and the, the chemicals that I just named, let me know if what I'm doing to my body is causing me to uh, completely crash during the day because I have no energy. I go in at my day job at the dick sucking quarry and by the third or fourth cock, I am pooped. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I've just been like in an almost supernatural level of fatigue. Like I'm possessed by some sort of sleep demon. Um, the hat man <laughs> from the Reddit, the subreddit r slash dph, uh, taking that fat dose, beating off with the hat man. <laughs> I love that. I am th th there's like comfort in community, right? Like maybe it's like m that misery loves company, or, or just like we're all looking for our tribe, our community. But I, I the, the, man, the, it's it's the dumbest, trashiest thing I've ever done in my life. But there have been, uh, I would say, several times in my life that I have taken uh, more, much more, uh, a lot more than the, the recommended dose of Benadryl, the active ingredient of which is diphenhydramine, DPH. Also the same active ingredient in z -Quil. In fact, the only ingredient. So when you go to the store and you get z uh, just know that that's just marketing. That's just packaging. Because the, the what's in z is exactly the same as what's in Benadryl, which is all exactly the same as what's in the generic sleep aids and antihistamines. So if you're if you're buying name brand Benadryl or name brand Zequil, you're buying uh you know plastic and wrappers and boxes uh and nothing more because it's the exact same active ingredient. But I I used to there there've been like a number of times in my life that I've taken you know 3 4 5 6 7 joining the 700 club even 700 milligrams of diphenhydramine and i didn't know that that was a like a thing that people did necessarily it was just something i was doing because it was it was a way to get fucked up but it was also never good it was it was like every time uh i i, th I think like the motivation for doing this for for taking like a, a big handfuls of benadryl is not to even feel good it's just to experience something different than what's going on at that moment then like you're saying to yourself being like existing right now as is sober sucks so fucking much i'd rather actually go to hell which is what it does to you because <laughs> if you take if you take 700 milligrams of benadryl it is it is absolute it is hell it like I, I and I, I I'm sure I've talked about this before. I don't I can't remember because there's too many holes in my brain from the all the times I've done this. But like if you take a big hefty dose of Benadryl, DPH, like your heart is gonna kick into overdrive and, and start beating at whiplash with Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons speeds, and you're gonna get crazy restless leg syndrome. You're gonna switch into manual breathing mode. You're gonna, you're gonna have to like remind yourself to breathe and then you're gonna get like the just the most like fucked up uh delirious demented hallucinations you know it's 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 like if if as in mushrooms are the divine then the then dph is the sacrilege dph is the the hellraiser box of uh tripping because it's like you're just gonna see a bunch of insects and spiders and bugs and then one of the main characters of, of any uh dph induced delirium is the hat man which is like a just a baba duke you see hanging out in the room with you there's a guy in a hat uh just hanging out uh and it, it was it was so uh comforting when i finally discovered the subreddit r slash dph and I saw so many reports of the bugs and spiders and restless legs and fucked up heartbeat, but other than also the hat man, because I was like, yep, this all checks out. 
it's good to know that in the same way that like you know like ron white and all these like like rich entertainers and tech guys have like similar stories joe rogan like all of them who've done like dmt or ayahuasca they all report very similar experiences in those trips the inverse of that the poor man's ayahuasca uh, a handful of benadryl we all can report back that we we are going to the same place as well when we do dph it's it's just instead of a divine spiritual realm in in which one can feel their own oneness with the universe a, a sense of i've been here before i will be here again and i will be here forever uh w with dph you feel a true sense of uh nothing is nothing is real and life is pain and it's eternal pain for all of us we and that's what we all experience uh, uh from taking handfuls and handfuls of benadryl and, th and that's why the the dph subreddit has been such a comfort for me in my struggles with uh doing that doing a very dumb thing uh and it is it is the funniest thing about it is the fact that it's like the trip itself like what it's doing to you is unbelievably bad for you it's inducing delirium and it can like cause early onset dementia at some point in your life but it, it like it sucks it's painful and you feel like you're gonna die but then like paradoxically you also get addicted to it like i i've had that before where it's just like night after night i'm doing this to myself and night after night i'm just laying in bed going what in the fuck am i doing like i can't i can't think straight i'm fucking dry in the mouth my heart is about to burst through my chest my legs are shaking the hat man is pointing at me laughing i feel like shit i feel like i'm in fucking hell and, and i just keep doing it night after night and then if you go to the dph subreddit there's probably thousands of posts of people with that same experience with like man I, I just can't I, I take like at least 400 milligrams every night and then it, you know it's a comment straight with a hundred other people going you know I you know that's really bad for you man that's that's gonna that's gonna absolutely rip apart your liver and kidneys and cause you to get uh, dementia but I also do that <laughs> it's like I feel you right there we're, you know we're all in this together brother uh but I, I don't do that mess no more I don't do the, none of that. Um, it's funny that this all started with me talking about like this weird fatigue I've been experiencing. And now that I'm talking about the amount of times in my life, I have taken heroic doses of Benadryl. It's like, well, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe that's a factor. Maybe there are gaping holes. Maybe, yeah, maybe there's, um, you know, like Sasha gray gaping holes in my brain from all this uh all this benadryl that i've taken um it's not to be confused robo tripping is a very different thing that's tussin that's drinking a ball of tussin and i think that's dextromethorphan dxm baby which uh is only bad for you because of the tylenol that's in it pure dxm i think is fine in, in terms of like uh your organs i i'm, I'm sure it's like you know bad to do that to your brain to alter your mental state that drastically but as far as like your liver and kidneys and pancreas and all that go i think dxm is relatively harmless but they have to put like all this tylenol and shit in it um and i if i'm not maybe this is just a conspiracy theory i heard but i, I think like the main reason they do that is to like dissuade people from like being able to trip on this stuff basically saying like yeah if you drink a whole bottle of tussin uh you'll fucking get jaundice and fatty liver um damn <laughs> yeah i have not taken good care of my body and i have i am paying the price but you know you bounce back i'm the first i'm the first billionaire podcaster the daniel plainview of podcasting the roger ebert of boobs <laughs> anybody, I'm sure everybody saw that um what Darlington Darlington 
uh, that, that American lawyer in Panama, which I'm gonna, this is gonna like really show my ass here, like how stupid I am. When I, when I read Panama, I like legitimately thought Florida. I was like, oh, like, like, Pan yeah, Panama City Beach, you know? Uh, and I, uh, I guess until this story did not realize that pa Panama is a country. It is like its own country. I just always thought it had something to do with Florida, with Panama City Beach. And it, it turns out those are completely different places. They're kind of like unrelated to each other. Um, and so there, there's just like a whole ass country called Panama that I realize I don't know anything about other than I guess like the Panama Canal, which I also thought was in Panama City Beach. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that Darlington guy, that American lawyer in Panama, uh, who, um, was held up in traffic along with, along with everybody else that was on the road that day due to what, what is like being erroneously referred to as a climate protest on the, on the road. And it, like, I did like some research on this and it's like the people that were blocking the road during this incident were not, um, they were not climate activists from what I understand. They weren't like climate protesters. Uh, this, from, from what I gather, it looks like the Panamanian government like sold out the like land of Panama, like all this like farmland and just, just like, like acres and acres of land, like however how much land to different like mining operations and, and so like all these companies are going to come in and start like tearing the copper out of the earth in panama uh i i guess you know all the companies with meth head ceo <laughs> it's funny that when you mine copper from just someone's house oh it's i'm on meth this is a crime but when you do the same thing to the earth itself, it's business. Okay. All right, pal. I hear you. You know, always you want to keep your boot on the fucking neck of the little man. And you don't want me to get my score for the day. Um, yeah, there's some like copper mining operations. They're like going to be rolling through Panama to, to like rip all this copper out of the earth. And the, yeah. And the pay, I guess the Panamanian government, like, I guess, like, the, the similar to, like, what the U.S. did with, like, that Keystone Pipeline and all that. And, and so, like, the, the way this gets spun and kind of propagandized is, like, whenever people protest, uh, you know, these companies are going to come in and, like, rape the earth that they, you know, enjoy and appreciate and, uh, you know, respect. <clears throat> they decide to, like, put their foot in the ground and say, like, hey, I like, please don't do this. Like... This this is this is our land. We like this land. Uh, we like having a healthy earth under our feet. Uh, please don't do this for for to continue this endless pursuit of capital for seemingly no reason. You know, it's, it's like whatever. Just complete. Just improving your bottom line year after year and improving nothing for anybody. Um, and, and, and but the like so the like people will protest these operations. And then the news gets a hold of it, and they spin it into, it's like, libtard, wackadoo, climate protesters think the earth is going to end, and, and they're holding up business. They're, they're slowing things down for the movers and shakers of the world. And, and, and then everybody, everybody like buys into that narrative that it's, you know, a, 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 a bunch of fucking Al Gores on their, on their like, scissor lifts. Uh, holding up, uh, holding up uh, commerce in transit, um, and that I, I mean I don't know. That's that's not to uh, that's not to like disregard in any way uh, actual climate change, which I don't know may or may not be real, but like it's, it's just it's a different thing that's happening than what they're saying. Because from the Panama thing, these it, like these protests have been going on like all over the country for a while with people like who just don't want these big businesses to come in and do this and who feel like their government like betrayed them. <clears throat> and so, yeah. And so, and so this like American lawyer, this Darlington guy was held up in traffic and then in, you know, in broad daylight, 
uh, pulled out a gun and killed two of the protesters. Which is like, okay, it, it's an odd decision to make. Uh, not even just for the fact that it's, it's you know, it's pre pretty, pretty weird to kill two people in broad daylight in the middle of traffic. Forget about that. If you were feeling inconvenienced by traffic or some sort of blockade in the road and your response to that, like, like, you know, you're trying to get home or trying to get to work, wherever you gotta go, you're in a hurry and something's holding you up in the road, like protesters. And you, you say to yourself, I just want to get to where I'm fucking going. This is such an inconvenience. This is a pain in the ass. I am white hot fuming mad right now. If your response to that is to then kill those people, I don't. So what? What is supposed? Like, what do you think is going to happen now? Like, it's not like you're just gonna. It's like, oh, they're they're dead now. I'm gonna drive home. I I have removed the blockade from the road. Let's all go home, folks. No, it's like no. Okay, well now you just never get to go home again. <laughs> it's like. Oh, you thought you were having a bad day before. You thought that this was like, in, you had to sit in your air-conditioned SUV for longer than you wanted to. Well, now, now you get to sit in a musty, dank Panamanian prison. That I, it's it's baffling to me what led to that decision. It, like I, I can't, and that that is like that's the thing that uh, like I see so many people online lauding this guy for for like you know murdering people. And saying we've all felt it, you know, we've all felt that rage, you know, you don't hold up traffic. That's for first off, it's illegal to block the road. Secondly, it's annoying. So this this was bound to happen. And I'm like, what? I, what are you talking about? Like, I understand having road rage and, and like being annoyed and fe feeling like wildly inconvenienced, but I can't empathize with somebody who then turn like turns to a murderous rage in response to those feelings because as as annoying as it is to deal with traffic and all that kind of stuff i understand that if my response is anything other than just screaming to myself in my car if i try if i fuck up anyone else's day or kill somebody it's it's gonna make things so much fucking worse than they already were for me like <laughs> I gotta go to trial. I gotta get a lawyer. I gotta go to trial. This is gonna this is gonna take up weeks, and then probably also the rest of my life. So like I, it this is one of the weird like bird brain low IQ terminally online things that like truly bothers me because I'm I'm just like, what, what, where are you people coming from that you empathize with this at all? This is like an act of unhinged idiotic savagery that like should be vilified this is like nothing you know this guy didn't like do anyone any favors and he didn't do himself any favors he didn't make his own he didn't it didn't make his day better it didn't make anyone's day better it, it, it just like it killed two people ruined the lives of their families and loved ones and then fucking ruined his life um so i mean there's just there's just a lot of like weird people like weirdly evil people out there who like Maybe themselves are, are never going to commit any like real act of violence or harm against anybody, but in their their souls, their hearts are black. Uh, not that you know, not that there's anything wrong with black, you know, necessarily. Like we, I believe in elevating melanated voices, but the it, black in the sense of, of, of void, the void, the the abyss is what exists within their hearts and souls. And it like, and and all, and all these people are fucking pussies anyway. I, and I can say that because I'm a pussy. You know, it, like just going like going online and you know talking about uh, like seeing seeing some lawyer kill two people in broad daylight and going, yeah, same. I feel you there, brother. We've all felt it. It was like, and it's like, you, bitch, you are too much of a pussy to ever do what this guy did. You ain't got the fucking balls to do this. You just want to seem tough because you you think it's like, like the cool opinion now to hate protest unless unless it's the January sixth protesters, 
everyone else everyone else that's protesting is bad that's the other thing that gets me is is like okay so like all these fucking people that go on and on about like first like the constitution first amendment rights i know this happened in panama but like the the americans that go on about this who believe in like these unalienable freedoms that humans have especially in america the like first amendment and right to protest and all that like whenever anyone protests in a way that they for for like something they don't like necessarily agree with all of a sudden that it's bad now it's actually you shouldn't be doing this because you oh you care about the earth the environment you should get fucking shot in the goddamn street for giving a shit about the earth um so yeah i that that's what really like I guess I and I, I guess this goes back to just like uh, really what the media is and, and the way it spins things and, and like contorts the way people think about things. Like we we've seen it over the years with cable news, just the, all these like cable news channels. Uh, you know, the manufacturing consent to uh, pro, you know using the mass media as like a form of propaganda to convince people to think in a way that lines up with the interest of corporations and governments and whatever um and and so like you know i i i think a lot of people have like very like propagandized brains and, and don't even realize they're and i'm i'm probably one of them they only realize they're not they're not the free thinkers they think they are um you know like i mean ask yourself like okay if you don't believe in climate change like if you don't think climate change is real and there's like environmental harm being done to the global warming all of it and it's a fine i'm i'm willing to say that that's in dispute that you know maybe maybe there's not climate change fine but i mean like ask yourself like why do you believe that like why why do you whole cloth believe that this like movement with millions of people involved they're advocating for like making some attempt to heal the earth like why do you believe that what they're doing is foolish and like libtard cuckery and I, like i think if, if, if anyone says they came to that point of view just on their own like it does not realize the the like lobbying and propaganda that has been put forth by the like these corporations and, and different companies and, and like governmental agencies who like their where their interests lie is in doing the things that are harming the environment in these ways like you, you know oil companies and car manufacturers and like all these different businesses that you know f fucking stripping the the minerals and metals out of the earth that's like doing all this harm to the environment i like i just i can only imagine that these companies want you to think that there's no real change happening to the environment so that they can keep doing the business they're doing <laughs> and, and, and so it like yeah i i don't know like i follow the money i get like that's the thing is um if if you like feel this like rage in your heart every time you see Greta Thunberg who like admittedly is kind of obnoxious but like uh out, out of all the public figures that we've had ever a relatively benign person who I, I think like actually does have good intentions and has like a good heart and the like it the, the amount of fucking hate people have for people for like people like her is really odd to me because it's like what well, like a girl who just loves the earth and doesn't want it to suffer is <laughs> like to you that's the great satan is just some like nordic downsy looking autistic lady who just doesn't want the planet to to cry out in pain um and maybe you know i maybe i empathize with uh the climate activist because I, I grew up playing you know, I grew up playing Final Fantasy VII, uh, and, and that whole story is about a uh, mega conglomerate energy corporation sucking the life force out of the planet, killing it, and a, uh, a ragtag squad of climate activists, domestic terrorists, uh, 
known as Avalanche, going up against the Shinra Electric Power Company to stop them from continuing their rape and murder uh, uh, of the planet by uh, harvesting the the the, Ma the Mako life force energy from the Earth. Um, and, and then and then also there's a, a guy whose like mom is an alien or something and he's the actual villain and he's gonna cast a spell that destroys the planet um anyway so that's you know I, I guess I was indoctrinated at a very young age by Final Fantasy 7 to to be a climate activist maybe maybe I was propagandized by the the people over at Squaresoft with with Final Fantasy 7 um so I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think most people just don't even really like give much consideration to like why they think the way they do. And I, I think like I think anyone who considers themselves like a truly free thinker, um, caught like uh, is not myself included. Uh, I, I'm not saying anything particularly revelatory here. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying the thing. You know, it's like it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know. Any, any attempt to escape the matrix, you, you just find yourself in another matrix. You know what I mean? Um, what's that? What's that one story that's like that? Uh, I can't remember. I guess it's the matrix, but they never got it. They never did that part of it. They were, remember back in the day, there were like theories that Zion which is a loaded term now, but the real world in the matrix was actually just another extension, like another program in the matrix for people to like, give them a sense of like the people who had grown fed up with like the, the sort of like comfort of modern living in the matrix. There was another like program designed to simulate this like real world scenario that was to to give them a sense of hope and purpose and something to fight for but was itself still in the matrix and that there was like no way to actually truly escape the matrix you, you would just find yourself in d different like dream scenarios basically um and so, so that's i guess that's what i'm describing is that any attempt to become any sort of free thinker you, you just find yourself caught in another thought prison <clears throat> and, uh, and so that that's that's my thought that's that's what i think about the people who are like so uh uh what, what, what's what's the word J just conditioned to um hate the just any, any sort of point of view or activism or anything that challenges they're, they're like preconceived notions in any way you know and, and it's 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 interesting because because like once you like understand how like with, with a, a lot of these things like conservatives and liberals are like kind of the same thing at this point it, it's it, it's interesting to talk to like some of the dads i grew up with who will, will like uh, bust my balls by like calling they're like you know you're you're just another one of these liberals and I'm like I fuck no no I'm not the liberals are the ones who wanted fucking Joe Biden in office I never even I never liked him I didn't want like I, I like whatever a liberal is I'm not that whatever a conservative is I'm not that either like I, I don't like I they all seem like the fucking same thing to me at this point um so I don't I don't even like the, the everything's so jumbled up now i don't even know what i'm trying to say um maybe i am i am a true free thinker i, I took the damn red pill <laughs> it's me the top g in my in my three million dollar bugatti um i guess that'd be cool to own a own a nice car you know it's a bigger flex than owning a three million dollar car owning a three million dollar magic the gathering card that's the when post malone bought that magic the gathering card that's a much more balling ass purchase than anything anyone's ever done with millions of dollars because it is so fucking stupid it's like 
I can kind of wrap my head around a luxury vehicle or a nice boat or even a Rolex, maybe. But a Magic the Gathering card is like, oh man, you had you are you have like new 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 money. This is this is a really fucking awesome stupid way to spend. Which is, I would do that. Like I would I would absolutely be spending money if I had his kind of world. I'd be buying dumb shit. Uh, so I that that's like to me that's more balling than owning a fleet of Bugattis, uh, which which look like shit. They they look like um, they don't even, like yeah they 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 just don't even look fun to me. Uh, I get maybe it's because they're so expensive. I don't know, but I'd rather drive around a nice little little Honda Accord, nice little you know eight thousand dollar Honda Accord, beat the fucking brakes off that bitch. Um, but I'm, I'm not a car guy. I don't give a shit about cars or trucks. Is it like literally is just just like whatever works. Um. I'm not. I'm not trying to peacock. I'm not trying to flex. Peacock, the 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 streaming app that I don't. I don't know why it's different from the uh, the other. Uh, what is what? I don't know. What's what's going on with the streaming apps? Why is what is what's going on there, folks? You heard about this streaming? You heard about this binge watching? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I love that streaming now. It's just it's just more of a hassle. Than, than cable was the cable was just a nice bundle uh and then you can flick around the channels every night which i miss i miss that sense of daring and adventure of, of just scrolling through the the channels and and landing on a golden girls marathon on we on the we channel women's entertainment um but now, you know, now there's there's everything, so many apps, so many streaming apps, and uh, I'm I'm lost with all. Of them. <laughs> um, and, and, and yeah, so everybody cut the cord, and then they 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 strangled themselves with the damn, or no, they cut cut the cord, drowned in the stream. There you go, folks. That's that's the poetry I was looking for to describe this <laughs> streaming apps. Um, and there's that, yeah, most of it sucks, you know, Netflix was at its best when it was DVDs mailed to your house. That was the best, because they, they, it was every movie that's ever existed, you wait a couple days, it's in your mailbox, and then you get to, you watch, you watch, there's like, the, and there's like a real tangible sense of like urgency, because it's a physical DVD, so it's like, well, there's not going to be any more movies, until I watch this one and return it. So there's, there's still a sense of urgency to watch it. So you end up actually watching it. Whether it's good or bad, you have the experience and you send it back in and get another one. But now, with everything at your fingertips on demand, what do you do? You don't watch a fucking goddamn thing. Everything is, is just readily available for you and there's no urgency. There's no real demand to watch any of it. And, and then also most of it sucks shit because all the apps are trying to like develop their own original content and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. So like all, all the, all the, like if I, like honestly, like if I see that in that red in, that's a, that's a damn scarlet letter for me. If it's a Netflix original in my mind, that, that might as well be, you know, that, that, that might as well be a damn Kmart ass movie. Uh, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's not a brand it's not a brand i can trust it's not a mark of quality like like the lacoste alligator you know uh if that if that's a appropriate corollary there but no nothing the the netflix originals mostly suck ass like i tried watching that um follow the house of usher and i like I just was like, what? Why? Like, what is this? Like, this just sucks. I, I, I know it's like an adaptation of the Poe story, the Edgar Allan. Uh, but it, nothing about it I found particularly gripping or engaging. I just was, I was like bored, and I, I didn't even know what was going on. And then I was like, oh, there's, there's Mark Hamill, showing up in in dog shit uh, media, <laughs> like this and that fucking Burt Kreischer movie. Um. 
Which when when I saw that Mark Hamill, when I saw the first trailer for the machine, and I saw that Mark Hamill was in it, I was like, damn, how'd they get such a big star like Mark Hamill? And, and I I forgot that he actually has not had like that big of a career <laughs> outside of Star Wars, in in terms of like acting in movies and TV and stuff. Like he's he's one of the like greatest voice actors we've had uh in, in like animation but in in terms of anything in front of the camera he actually has not had much of a career outside of star wars more of a career than most of us have had in the entertainment industry for sure but like it's definitely i think it would be you know if you got a movie with a, a studio behind it and lots and, and enough money i think it would be pretty easy to lock down mark hamill for your production even even if it's a a role as degrading as having to be burt kreischer's dad (laughs) um yeah but he's you know he's an incredible voice actor it's almost it's almost like weird like knowing how good he is at voice acting like being the joker and all, all these different characters it's like weird that he is also luke skywalker this like boyish innocent like paragon of virtue when he has like he's so good at doing like a menacing like trickstery i mean he also played the trickster in the original flash tv show from the early 90s and in the uh, cw flash tv show uh but yeah he he has such a like a like a sinister like menacing voice in, in the animation stuff he does they is it, like it's weird that he is also Luke Skywalker, uh, but that's hey folks, that's acting, okay? Um, you know what I mean? It's, it's like we uh, uh, Heath Ledger, sweetest guy you ever seen, also the 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 most vile, evil Joker that we've seen on screens. So uh, her, heinous that character that he he uh, killed himself with uh, with heroin. <laughs> um. Yeah, I love I love that narrative that it's like he got too into the role of the Joker and he couldn't handle it anymore. And it's like, uh, no, he was addicted to drugs and he just also happened to be good at acting and he was the Joker in a movie. But I think what really killed him was his crippling addiction to drugs. <laughs> yeah, they really, they really want to like ro- romanticize uh celebrity deaths when it's when it like the reality is it's like no this is what happens when you give someone with no uh self-control and and like horrible uh this horrible addiction millions of dollars is that now they have an endless supply of the thing that is killing them uh You know, I, I get maybe there is like an element of like this tortured artist soul in there, uh, but it's also you know if you throw millions of dollars at a tortured artist, guess what? You just <laughs> you just paid for all of their drugs that they're gonna use to to deal with that torture. <laughs> Meanwhile, the the tortured uh, the the tortured target cashier has to take a, a damn handful of Benadryl every night because that's all they can afford. Uh, <laughs> which all I guess will also kill you. Um, but that's... That will do it for this one. This was Lost in the Maze 11. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and edit this. I don't know why I'm telling you. You won't. You'll know that this exists when it's on YouTube and Apple Podcasts and all that. But I'm gonna go ahead and edit this and upload it. And by edit, I mean do nothing. <laughs> Wait for the file to convert and then upload it. Please subscribe to the Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Cornfed with Dalton Pruitt. Please subscribe to me on TikTok at Dalton Pruitt. Uh, please, uh, lo- please love me uh, because I I love I love you so much. Uh, bye.
Jesus.